We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Vikings tonight against the Colts. U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, 7 o'clock kickoff. Are the regulars going to play? Um, and how upset were you that... Uh, Anybody on this roster you recognize did not play against the Denver Broncos last Saturday. Uh, what are the keys? What are you looking for in the game tonight? We thought we'd bring in a guy who lives and breathes the Minnesota Vikings from Purple Insider, Matthew Collar. And, uh, Matthew, thanks for your insight. First of all, let's go back to last week. Um, at the time, I felt really bad for the fans. It bothered to drive downtown, pay to park, go in, maybe have a beer, hot dog, soda, whatever, and and then they saw what was just a dreadful performance by guys who may not even be on the team in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Well, the one thing I could tell you is that resale tickets were going for about $5, so um, <laughs> yeah, right. a, lot of, a lot of people did not pay a whole lot to be in that stadium, I think. Um, you know, last week, would not be significant if Mike Zimmer had come out and said, hey, guys, look, we just played a lot of backups and it's no big deal and we move forward. But Zimmer was really upset after the game and talked about how some of those guys are going to have roles on this team. I mean, specifically the defensive end, Stephen Weatherly and DJ Wanham, both of those guys are battling for a starting spot. And the team clearly was so unhappy with their performance that this week, they brought Everson Griffin in for a workout. And I don't know if that was um, a serious thing to sign Everson or if it was just a message to those two players that um, they'll look elsewhere if they play like that. So, you know, I think normally um, we wouldn't make a big deal of it, but when Zimmer was that upset and they played so badly, it wasn't just that they didn't move the ball. It was a pick six from a quarterback in Jake Browning who might have to play if Kirk Cousins gets injured or ends up on the COVID list or something like that. Um, it wasn't just poor offensive line play. It was a holding in the end zone for a safety. Um, they gave up an 80-yard touchdown, and the cornerback who got roasted is a guy who might have to play if one cornerback gets hurt. So I think from that perspective, um, you know, there was reasons to not be very happy with that loss. Yeah, let's get into Everson Griffin a little bit. This is interesting. Um, there, there was a dust up along the way. Everson Griffin, Kirk Cousins, bad blood. I find it interesting that they brought him back, considering what's going on with Kirk Cousins so far in this lead up to the 2021 season. And they bring this guy back, who, who's a little long in the tooth. Does he have anything in the tank? I mean, there's a lot going on around the Everson Griffin tryout. Yeah, correct. I mean, this isn't just a regular player being brought in for a tryout. This is uh, somebody who has been one of their, I think, you know, biggest players, a pro bowler, one of their stars uh, over the years that they let walk. And then last year was okay with Dallas and Detroit, but was not the same version of Everson Griffin. Uh, I think nobody can blame them considering how the other defensive ends not named Daniel Hunter have played that they would consider bringing Everson back. But, um, he had a couple of tweets about Kirk Cousins earlier this offseason that bringing him back for a tryout really shows you that there's not a whole lot of respect 
for Kirk Cousins and his leadership of this organization. Because, I mean, imagine if somebody had tweeted something about Peyton Manning or Ben Roethlisberger or oh, Russell Wilson yeah. like that. They, they would not be bringing that guy back um, with those franchise quarterbacks. And I think it says kind of a lot that they would. Like, we don't really care what you think, Kirk. You mind your own business. So, I, I, I mean, I, I, even if they don't sign him, it still could have some sort of ramification of just Cousins kind of knowing where he stands. Yeah, very interesting. Um, speaking of this defensive line and, and the hand-wringing over the defense, injuries a year ago, Michael Pierce not a factor, sat out the year, Daniel Hunter injured. You get those two guys back and they perform anywhere near they have to this point in this career, this, this defense is going to be a whole lot better with just those two guys uh, on that defensive line. Yeah, I agree, and that's going to be one of the more interesting things to see. I mean, even tonight, whether those two guys play, I mean, Michael Pierce has already come out and said he's going to play today, but just, like, how much he's actually going to play and yeah. how much we can actually discern from that, I don't really know. I, I don't think that we're making a whole lot of judgments based on anything that starters do um, tonight, but when we talk about like how good this defense could be with Mike Zimmer and, and Rick Spielman totally revamping it through free agency and then getting those two guys back. Um, there's just a lot of factors that kind of have to click into place for them to be as good as they could potentially be. And then those two are, are huge. Daniel Hunter missed the entire season last year with a herniated disc and Michael Pierce hasn't played in a very long time. Like, how are those guys going to come right out of the gate when they haven't played for so long? And then you've got a lot of other factors, too. Anthony Barr has missed, I believe it's eight out of the last ten practices now at this point. Um, you know, Patrick Peterson is coming off of his worst career year, and he's into his 30s now. So is he going to be any version of the old Patrick Peterson? Like, this defense, I think is very fragile. It can be great, but if one thing goes wrong, and I think this ties back into what we're looking for tonight, if one thing goes wrong, the next man up, we just haven't seen a whole lot from the next men up, and I think what Mike Zimmer wants to see, and Vikings fans tonight, is just a better performance from that second team once the starters come out of the game. Matt Duke Collard joining us, Purple Insider, and let's get into some more of that. What to look for? What what should a Viking fan look for in this game? You know, give me a few guys that you should keep an eye out for that you know have a chance to contribute and and, and should get some run in the game tonight. Yeah, well, I won't make it too hard on anybody. The quarterback, not named Kirk Cousins. I don't know how much Cousins is going to play, but. I mean, the, the quarterbacks in the first preseason game, you had Jake Browning throw a pick six, and then Kellen Mond go six for 16. I just watched Mitch Trubisky earlier today throw for like 200 yards and move the ball up and down the field. Like preseason quarterbacking is the easiest version of quarterbacking in the NFL that you'll ever see because the defenses did not run anything that's complicated. And so what you saw last time, um, can't really happen again. I think if it does, the Vikings need to make some phone calls to see if there's a veteran backup quarterback out there. So that's the first place to start. Uh, I think that the linebackers, too, we probably won't see Eric Kendricks play a lot, probably won't see Anthony Barr play. And Mike Zimmer had mentioned that he's not been happy with what he's seen from the linebackers. So those guys, does, does somebody step up? Does somebody make a play? And I think um, the defense as a whole, it just got shredded by Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. I think you want to see a better performance there. There's a lot of guys who are 
kind of on, on the bubble or, or uh, just like don't have a whole lot of confidence in that I think could gain a little more confidence tonight. And then always, always the kicker. Greg <laughs> Joseph has more or less been named the guy. So if he makes his kicks, uh, he won't feel the wrath of Mike Zimmer, and uh, you'll have a little bit of confidence in the kicking situation. Not that here you can ever be too confident. Yeah, you got the kicking game and the punting game that, you know, there, there, there seems to be turmoil. And this this is a part, special teams. It, any takeaway you have from, from a year ago in a disappointing season, special teams in general, terrible. And they've got yeah. to improve there this year. Yes, truly terrible last year. One of the worst special teams units in the league. And the, the punter is a huge part of this because uh, Britton Colquitt did not punt very well uh, in the first game. And that's the one thing. Punting and kicking is exactly how it is in the regular season as it is in the preseason. And last year they were 29th in net yards punting. And that just can't happen again because they were also dead last in terms of their field position last year. And that does have an impact over a full season when you're not – punting it very well and the other team's getting good field position and so forth or you're missing kicks which the vikings were dead last in field goal percentage last year so those two things have to be a lot better and also there's still an ongoing kick returning um battle going on we saw amir smith marset had a nice kick return against denver um another one he kind of slipped and fell down kj osborne is getting his chances so you know it's kind of all these little things around the edges like the the big names are not going to matter really for what they do, but there's a lot of people that this game is important for tonight. Seventeen regular season games, three preseason. Are we quickly moving toward we're going to play a couple preseason and they're going to get their eighteen regular season games? Oh yeah, I think eventually. But I mean, the CBA is going to go on for a little while, so uh, okay. I think we're going to be on this uh, model for a few years, and I think eventually down the road. I mean, any opportunity. The NFL has to make a little bit more money. <laughs> I think you know that they're they're going to eventually try to do it. But that you know, this year being the first year with only three preseason games, that's where it will be interesting to see how they manage it. Like, do we see this one treated like the old third preseason game where you know the starters sometimes would play a full half? I'd be very surprised at that. Um, because you just worry about the health of the starters. You can't really lose anybody on this team. Um, but the, we're getting our first look at how they're managing only having three preseason games. Yeah, Matthew, uh, a week ago before the game, we got the list of who would not play. Haven't seen a list like that uh, come out, but going into this final preseason game on the road, you would expect no one, I mean, Dalvin Cook, any of those guys, I just can't imagine that there's a whole lot of need, particularly a running back, some of these skill positions, to to expose them at all to potential injury. Right. I, I'm always for that. I think that what we saw last year from the NFL at large is just that the guys who start in this league don't need a whole lot of ramp up. Um, they could probably just have some hard practices and they're ready to go. And I, I think it's very risky if you're putting any of your starters out there. I mean, even having Kirk Cousins, like he's never been hurt, but it all it takes is one fat guy falling on you, and then, you know, that can be a problem. So um, I, I think Zimmer has really dialed it back um, from previous years. I think when Cousins first got here, he threw something like 40 preseason passes, 
and then that whittled down to like 20-something, and then this year he might only play in this game. I, I think the less you play them, the smarter. I think it's the, the Los Angeles Rams don't play any of them, I think, for the whole preseason. And, and I, I think that as annoying as it is for the fans to show up and not see their favorite players, it's probably the wiser way to go. couple more before we let you go. Twins uh, get beat by the Yankees. Vikes tonight, uh, scoreless draw. Nil-nil uh, with uh, Kansas City and Minnesota United. I've seen more on that coming up a little bit later on. Matthew, uh, Mike Zimmer, um, do you think he's feeling the heat right now? Uh, there, there's some speculation that, you know, this is a big year for Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer and playoffs or, or bust. What's your read on that as we get ready for the 2021 season? Well, I think that just from even judging the way Mike Zimmer has talked publicly and how blunt he has been about a lot of different things, including how frustrated he was about the first game, I think that sort of shows you that he's feeling the pressure. And anytime you miss the playoffs and have things go like it did last year with a 1-5 in start to the season, um, I think that, yeah, I mean, when you've been around and you haven't won a Super Bowl, you haven't reached a Super Bowl, um, you start to think, well, okay, is there going to be a change at some point if we don't make it? And I think with Zimmer, you've sort of seen the same results year in and year out, except for 2017. It's mostly been 8-8, eight 7-9, and 10-6, eight, and six, like kind of bouncing around in the middle. And not all of that is Mike Zimmer's fault, of course. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt, Sam Bradford uh, got hurt, they, you know, they changed quarterbacks and everything else. But at the same time, it's like the big picture is, You've been here for a long time. We've tried a lot of different things. And if this doesn't work after spending all the money that they did to sign all new defensive players to short-term contracts and kind of go all in on this year, then there might be a change. And I think that, you know, when Zimmer sees unvaccinated players having close contacts and having to sit out practices and stuff, I mean, I think he sees his job status right there and says, if you guys miss games, I'm going to lose my job over this. And, and that was, you know, a big part of him talking about the vaccination status and so forth. So, um, and I think it's, I think it's reasonable at this point to say that, to say for Kirk Cousins, Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer, they've tried this for three years. It has not been a success. Make it a success this year, or we're going to change something. I think that would be a fair approach, but at the same time, I will say the Wilfs, are not very like out in public. They are not Jerry Jones with how they feel about things. So it can be hard at times to get a gauge for would they really pull the trigger if this team only goes eight and nine or something. Um, but I tend to think after this long of having Zimmer Spielman and Cousins a quarterback that they would look for changes if it doesn't work out. Well, good to visit with you, Matthew Collar. You do an outstanding job, Purple Insider, uh, all over this team, 365 days a year. Thanks for the time, and uh, we look forward to your coverage of tonight's tilt. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, there he is, Matthew Collar. Uh, coverage is a purple, purple insider. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.